Good morning. Uh, my name is Keith, and I'm the senior pastor here at First United Methodist Church. This is Matthew Blackburn, our director of youth ministries and actually of lots of other things, too, these days. Uh, welcome to our, our Sunday service at, at First United Methodist Church. Today is a very special Sunday. It's Confirmation Sunday, and we've been excited about this for a long time. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with uh, United Methodist Ways and are kind of new to our church, uh, Confirmation Sunday is... Um, a very special day that is the culmination of our confirmation class. Now, um, in our church, we bring our, our babies to the baptismal font. Um, and the reason that we bring our babies to the baptismal font is uh, we believe that uh, all of us, everyone in our family, uh, is included uh, in the membership and, and in the life of the congregation. And uh, that coupled with the fact that we don't believe that our baptism uh, is really about anything that we've done. Uh, it, it's about that which God has done, uh, that God, God creates us and, and claims us and, and calls us God's own. Uh, and, and so it's an opportunity for us to, to worship together with baptism as a family and as a congregation uh, uh, to bring new life and, and, uh, uh, and all that good stuff. Well, obviously, uh, a, a baby... Uh, can't make a, a, a personal commitment to, to be a disciple of Jesus. Uh, so that's where confirmation class comes in. Our confirmation class uh, here at First Methodist uh, is for our 7th uh, graders, 13-year-olds. Uh, Sometimes uh, uh, the ages can range slightly, uh, just depending on the situation. But it runs with the school year, and so we have class uh, every Sunday morning uh, between worship services. Uh, and in our class, um, we explore, we explore our faith, we, we explore the mysteries of our faith, like who is God, what about the Trinity? Uh, we look at church history, uh, all the way from the time of Jesus and the disciples to, to the present day, and, and so we cover centuries of history. Uh, George Thompson and John Patrick McCrory are, are also a part of leading this confirmation class, and we get really excited about this stuff, and I think most of the confirmands uh, like it too, but we learn about John Wesley, we learn about the United Methodist Church, uh, we, we learn about uh, God's calling on our lives. We, we learn about prayer and, and the other spiritual disciplines. Um, what is the presence that we're supposed to be? Who is God calling us to be in our world? Uh, it, it's really awesome stuff. Well, Confirmation Sunday is, like I said, that day after confirmation class, this season, this journey that we've been on together is over, uh, and the students have an opportunity to say, hey, I'm ready uh, as a young adult uh, to say yes to Jesus and to, to follow Christ and, and to join the church. So normally, if you remember, uh, if, if you've been here before, you, you have a memory of what that's like. Uh, we have 15 joining this year, and so normally all 15 students would be in, in, in front of all of you in this sanctuary with prayer partners and, and with their families. Uh, we would ask them the, the, the historic questions that Matthew and I were asked, that, that George was asked, that John Patrick was asked, those of us who were leading the class, uh, that many of you have, have answered your, yourselves. Uh, will you be faithful? Will you, will you reject all things evil? Um, you know, will you be a disciple? Will you give your life uh, to, this, to this great calling uh, that God has on us? So our dilemma, as you know, was COVID. Uh, one exciting thing was COVID-19 did not end our class. We immediately went in March to Zoom and uh, we not only finished the class, we extended it almost into July and, and uh, continued to explore things. And I, I think the class got even better once we got on Zoom, which is crazy. But as we thought about what could Confirmation Sunday be like, um, we wanted it to be special. And we knew we couldn't all be together. And so it was a big dilemma. 
And so today's service, Confirmation Sunday service that you're experiencing right now, uh, that, was, that was our solution. Uh, Matthew had uh, some great visions and we dreamed and, and we, we pieced this thing together. So what you're going to see in our service today is all 15 families are going to come into this space right here. And with each confirmand, uh, we're going to ask them the questions. They're going to dip their hand into the baptismal font and they're going to remember their baptism and be thankful. Uh, a few are going to actually be baptized. Uh, it was a very exciting day. It was a Sunday afternoon in August. Uh, it seemed like it took all day uh, with, with, with each family that came in. After they left and exited a different way, we sanitized the place. We changed the baptismal water from the font. Uh, and, and the next family came uh, and, and we experienced uh, this, this beautiful thing together. It was really a special day. It was a beautiful day. And as Keith mentioned, is an um, incredible part uh, of this journey was letting go of some of the hopes we had for this class. Obviously, we didn't get to do the classes like we wanted to, but man, when our plan got disrupted, something special happened. Class actually got longer and bigger, and we got to go through the summer almost, all the way through the summer almost with the class, which is crazy. Almost a whole year of confirmation, and, the, and, the, and, and every kid was still so engaged. And the same thing had to do with the service. Um, the year prior, we had confirmation on Pentecost. It was amazing service. It was you could tell the spirit was in the room, and we had so much excitement when we were planning out for this year for Pentecost to be the day that they would get confirmed. And, you know, obviously it didn't go as our plan. We, we got to experience this day something different. But I love this banner up here. Um, I love the fact that, you know, Pentecost is not only is a season, but it also sprinkled out. If you look up there, it might be hard to see on television, but there's little reds all the way across. And, uh, that the Spirit always kind of lives in there. Those moments hit, and the day that they were confirmed, man, the Spirit was in this room. It had to do with every one of those young people coming in that day excited about saying yes to the church, about saying yes to being a part of this, and, and seeing their want to continue to lead this church and to take it and see how they can continue to be the hands and feet in the community. So it was just a beautiful day um, that... I feel so privileged to be a part of um, here, and I'm excited about you guys being a part of. Yeah, and, and it's actually one of, one of the favorite things that I do uh, uh, in my job as a pastor. I don't even feel like it's a job. I get to spend week after week in, in a room full of young people who are serious about exploring their faith. And I see, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you, you wonder if there's anything behind the eyes, especially when we're deep into medieval history or something like that. But most of the time, there's fire in their eyes, there's passion in their heart. And I'm talking to you now, class. George and, and Matthew and John Patrick and I, we, we've, we've seen that in you. Mm -hmm. uh, the potential for leadership, the, the potential for uh, not just being the, uh, you know, following the traditions in the church of the past, and not just that old cliche that we say, well, you guys are the church of the future, but understanding this reality that, that you guys are the church of the present, mm -hmm. the, the church of today. And I just think that uh, with all that we're going through um, in, our, in our lives in, in this year, in 2020, uh, more than ever, uh, our world needs a group of students like you with this, with this, with this passion for God. And, and not only this, this love for God, but this amazing love for each other and, and, and for this community in our world. Uh, to lead the way, uh, we find ourselves following you. And so as you have joined the church today, um, the rest of us are going to follow suit. Uh, those of us who have joined the church in the past, we're going to reaffirm our commitment 
to, to, to serve and to, to be disciples of Jesus through our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. So an important part of Confirmation Sunday uh, is not just that each confirmand and their families um, are, are a part of this commitment. Uh, it's not complete without the whole congregation. And that was part of our dilemma. And so in today's service, uh, the congregational response is critical. And it's an important part of what needs to happen. So the words are going to be on the screen. The prayers are going to be on the screen. And so I want to encourage you, as we always encourage you every week, to participate in the songs and the prayers and, and this worship experience, especially today. Say these words out loud. Uh, our confirmation class is, is going to be watching and, and experiencing this. And, and, and for you to receive them, and not only to support them uh, with, with, with this, but for them to know that you're renewing your commitment to do the same kind of thing, and that, that their lives are going to re renew our lives. And I'm really pumped about that. I believe that today is, is really kind of a, a catalyst that pushes us into our stewardship season. Uh, the, uh, the, the stewardship sermons are going are, are to begin next week uh, for, for such a time as this. Uh, our commitment to pray and to be present and to serve and to, and to be God's witness and, and all those things. Uh, so we begin this journey, we continue this journey today. So I'm excited that we're in worship together. Let's worship the Lord. This year's Affirmation of Faith was written by the 2019 through 2020's Confirmation class at the beginning of quarantine. We believe God has awesome power and is our creator. I'm making everything. God is good, is real, and loves everyone and everything. God is forgiving, 
merciful and perfect. We believe Jesus is the Son of God. He is the best. Jesus died for our sins on the cross in order to spread the word that God is a loving, forgiving God. Jesus told us to love one another. We believe the Holy Spirit lives inside of us all and is a mystery. The Holy Spirit is the extension of Jesus and the presence of God. The Holy Spirit leads us and can count you accountable. We believe people are awesome. We believe we are all children of God. We are equal and created in God's image. We are kind and smart sometimes. If we are not perfect. We can always be forgiven. We believe everyone should read the Bible and learn about God. It is like a guidebook. It teaches it teaches how we should live our lives. We believe church is a family. It is a place of worship. It is about fellowship. It is like a holy sanctuary. It's a place where we can hang out, where we can worship God and be closer to God. The church is about being together, and there's a spot for everyone. We believe as a disciple of Jesus, we should follow in his footsteps and accept everyone. You can't be a follower all the time. Sometimes you have to be a leader. You have to follow the three simple uh, rules. Do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. But I just want you to know how much I love you, and, and I know George and I love you. Absolutely. And um, the, the significance of this moment where you are remembering your baptism, which you can't remember because you were a baby, uh, but we remember it and we know that our baptism, especially when we're a baby, because we're not making that decision. Our family has surrounded us and has held us and has made that decision. It's a, it's a really strong reminder that it's not about anything that we do. We don't earn it. Uh, this is an act of God's grace and God's love. Um, and so as, a, as an infant, you were held in that. Um, and now as a young woman, a young adult, uh, you're, you're making this decision, this claim, that I want to follow Christ, and I, want to, and I want to live as a Christian, and I want to be the church. And so what the, uh, the power of all this is that, and the, the necklace that, that we're going to give you is a stained glass cross, and on the back is a verse that says, from Isaiah, that says, I have called you by name, you are mine. It's a reminder that God claims us and is proud of us, um, but also expects a lot from us. And so, you know, I just learned this recently, the early Christians were called the fish. You know, there's a symbol of the fish. And it was because uh, we as Christians live in the waters of baptism. And so the questions that you're going to answer are not only do I confess my sin and, and receive what, what God has for me, but it's I will resist uh, oppression and injustice. And so uh, it's not only about you joining us old guys and this, this old church, centuries old, and all this tradition that's rich in history, but it's about the future too. And I just feel really excited that 17 of you are joining the church today uh, or in this process um, so, so that you can not just fall in line, but so that you can lead us and, and, and shape us and make the church what it needs to be going forward. So this is a significant moment um, and I'm excited. So I address in the liturgy, brothers and sisters in Christ, through confirmation and through the reaffirmation of our faith, we renew our covenant declared at our baptism, acknowledge what God is doing for us, and we affirm our commitment to Christ, the Holy Church. It is in that spirit that I now present Sophia Wijay Wick Rama Hunter Soli, Meredith Bradshaw, Cypress Beach, Lucy and Gregory, Snyder Lowe, Cecilia Morgan, Sierra Sellers, Noah Stiggins, Reese Smith, Molly McConnell, David Crawford, 
Abby Stibbins, Gus Farmer, Davis Hamill for confirmation. So on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of the world, and repent of your sin? I do. I do. Yeah. Yes. I do. I do. I do. I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? I do. I do. Yes. Yes. I do. I do. Yes. I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the Church, which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. Yes. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. According to the grace given to you, Will you remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representative in the world? Yes. I do. Yes. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. I will. Yes. I do. I'm going to offer a prayer over the water. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. And after the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. Sing to the Lord all the earth, tell of God's mercy each day. And in the fullness of time you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Declare his works to the nations, his glory among all the people. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and David who receives it to wash away his sin and clothe him in righteousness throughout his life that dying and being raised with Christ, he may share in his final victory. All praise to you Eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. David Crawford, Abby. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit work within you.
that being born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Remember your baptism and be thankful. Amen. Amen. Now if you'll kneel here. And others of the family can come and reach out with your hands and touch him. Davis on the shoulder. From Christ Universal Church. Davis, Hunter, Meredith, Cypress, Molly, Sophia, Cecilia, Ciara, Gus, Noah, Reese, Lucy, Gregory, the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the necklace is going to be placed around your neck. the easy way. Yeah. <laughs> As a member of Christ's universal church, I ask you this important question. Will you be loyal to Christ in the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, answer by saying, I will. I will. Yeah. I will. 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 
And as a member of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? I will. I will. I will. I will. The God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you may live in grace and peace. Amen. 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 So we've heard our students and we've heard the commitment that they've made and now it's our turn. So church, members of the household of God, I commend these persons to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope and perfect them in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given you and we welcome you in Christian love as members together with you in the body of Christ and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness through Jesus Christ. The God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may live in grace and peace. Amen. O God who created all things, God who out of chaos and, and darkness spoke life and light, and you brought order, and you, you brought beauty, and you brought purpose in what undergirds all of it is deep and lasting and faithful love. And so we, your creatures, we, your people, we gather on a special day, on a confirmation day, where these young adults who you have entrusted to our care, who have been washed in the waters of baptism, emerged from those waters, not only with your creative and unique touch on each of them, your beauty, but also your deep love. I pray God that today, as we worship together, that your Holy Spirit will remind us how not only they are deeply loved, but each of us is deeply loved by you, that we would know it and that we would remember it and that we would be transformed by it. And God, a special thing about today, this thing that we cling to is hope, that we, your people, your church, are the hope that emerges when darkness creeps back in, when everything that is unjust or oppressive begins to take over, that it's us you look to, 
the creative power and vision that you have entrusted to us, your people, that you have entrusted to this group of compromands. We pray that we would uh, know it and that we would have the courage to live into it so that the love that we're surrounded with becomes the love that we give and that everything evil and unjust and oppressive will flee and be gone because we are your church. And so God, we give you thanks for so much, but for this class of compromands, for this church that we call home and for the purpose that you've called us to. And we ask your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Strength is failing. The 
draws near and my time has come still my soul will Ten thousand years and then forevermore. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like no. Every year during confirmation, the confirmation class goes up to the steeple and, and says, you are loved, you are needed, and you are forgiven. I did it my confirmation year, and this year, even though it was a little different because of COVID, we were able to do it separately. So within this service with those phrases, you are loved, you are needed, and you are forgiven. You are loved, you are forgiven, and you are needed.